0: Hello, I'm Jen Long. Welcome to Talk The Line. Every week I talk to an artist, a musician, a celebrity for about 45 minutes to one hour on one specific subject of their choosing, just so long as it's not their music. This is a podcast from The Line of Best Fit. You can check us out at thelineofbestfit.com and you can follow Talk The Line on Twitter at TalkTheLine and me at Jen Long. And if you're feeling super generous, then please give us a little subscribe. Katrina Morgensen is the lead singer in Mammut, one of the most inventive and exciting bands to come out of Iceland in the last decade. Mammut originally formed in 2003 as an all-female trio and rose to fame in their home country by winning Iceland's biggest Battle of the Bands competition. They signed to the UK's Bella Union label for their fourth record, Kinda Versions, released earlier this year. It's also the first album with lyrics in English. As a singer and frontwoman, Katta is a force of nature and has been nominated twice for her vocal talents at the Icelandic Music Awards. Her father was a former bandmate of Björk's back in the day, and she carries that same punk spirit into her performances. Like most of us, Katta often feels like she's winging it, and today we're talking about that very feeling, also known as imposter syndrome. So you're, you're from Iceland? From Iceland. Uh, do you live here or do you still live in Iceland? I don't live here. Okay.
1: And I live in Iceland, but still, I'm like li- I've been living like now for more than a year, just on the couches. I can, I can reach. You're like a creative nomad. Yeah, a nomad, yeah. Mm. If that's a word, then yeah, probably I am. Okay. Yeah, I have been like uh, trying this out to quit everything, but I've just been trying to do just the things that. I have I want to do that are about music or visual arts and then I had to give up my apartment to try to do that Mm -hmm. and that brings a lot of couches. So you've
0: kind of forsaken everything in the name of art? Yes. Wow. In a
1: way, in a way, in a way it's quite traumatic. yeah.
0: Yeah that's quite brave as well. Yeah, Thank you. I really appreciate hearing that. Your subject is in is imposter syndrome. Yeah. Which Isn't... seems like a kind of strange ju- juxtaposition to mm. have, have made such quite brave steps mm-hmm. and then to be talking about how you don't feel like you should have made such brave steps. No, it's
1: when you hear these explanation of stuff that you have maybe hurt people around you, like you've hurt like noises of it all around Mm. you for many times not just from me but from loads of people you've heard these like insane thoughts like maybe when you're out drinking or have a very um, Mm. close relationship with people you you hear these crazy thoughts about how they um, how they reflect themselves and then when you hear definition about stuff like like when you heard mansplaining for the first time then all of a sudden you know what i mean then then all of a sudden a lot of stuff comes together and you get a very clear idea what has been happening Mm. because there has a definition of the thing and that's like when i heard like the the wikipedia link and, and that was something that i've read like imposter syndrome and that's just something um you know, like when, when you when you give up something and you want to be an artist and just do it full time, but still you like have this feeling of maybe you're, you know, the, uh, yeah, this feeling of being a fraud maybe.
0: Mm. Are we talking less about you mm-hmm. and more about your friendship group or yeah, friendship or?
1: and just the just the feeling of when um, and, and, and and because this as as Paul presented this podcast, it was not supposed to be about music. Or my you know mm-hmm. but yeah uh, and you have friends all around and you're just involved with society all the time and you and then you get um, then you realize that it's just a feeling where I think it's I think it's stepping into being an adult when you just look around and you see that nobody knows what the fuck they're doing
0: yeah.
1: <laughs> It's that moment I wanted to that has been like inspiring me a lot.
0: okay. So how how has it been inspiring you?
1: It's just a, it's just a feeling of freedom that uh, uh, just uh, you get the confidence to just walk through fire just very quickly and just very confident because uh, without having to without having to um, like put it on paper or put it on black and white what you're doing just uh, oh, so you trust. feel confident. Yeah, because imposter syndrome is not about not feeling uh, in it's not about insecurities. Right. A, I don't think it has nothing to do with insecurity. It has something to do with uh, what do you say? Like just a split. A split. It's just a split.
0: I always thought the imposter syndrome was um, like when you, you, you get given a project or you mm-hmm. get given a job and you're like like I'm weighing it, mm-hmm. I feel like I'm blagging this. I mm-hmm. don't feel like I should be. In my head, I actually I haven't, I haven't. No,
1: no. But it's when you, but, you, but, it was... but it's when you just jump into it mm-hmm. and you take it, you take it on, and you go through with it. But still, you have the feeling the whole time that you don't know what the fuck you're doing.
0: Right. Okay.
1: But you, just but just you take like it on. False it's, confidence. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, so, but, yeah, but, yeah. But, but I'm not. I don't think it's false, or or maybe maybe it is false, and I I don't know. I don't know the, the but I think it's uh, because I one time, I don't know who, um, I don't remember who, but it was on the Internet, and like artists talking about um, like not knowing what they were doing, and I just remember how important it felt to me mm-hmm. as just so, uh, some, a person that is just creative or not creative, just doing something, how important it felt. To have it like verbally somewhere I could listen, you know, have someone say it out loud.
0: Right. So it was something that you'd always felt, but it just hadn't been verbalized yeah. yet. And as soon as someone said it, you were like, that's what I've got. Yeah, that's what I've like, got. When you, and have, you have a weird rash and you Google it and you're like, that's what i got. Yeah. And this is so, <laughs> yeah. and, and I
1: think imposter syndrome is something, is something that ha, ha, hasn't been talked about a lot. And I think no. it's something that many people relate to. It's and I know I should not be talking about me as a musician, but then again, I, um, I've been having this weird feeling that I don't know what my passion is, mm-hmm. and I've been talking a lot about like uh, the the difference between passion and obsession, and I'm really not an obsessive person, you know. I don't get obsessed with stuff, yeah. so I think I was. Um, I
0: feel like passion and obsession though are quite interchangeable. Like they're quite similar. They're quite similar. Yeah, yes? they feed into each yeah,
1: other. Yeah, but I, I was thinking about it a lot. What can I talk about for an hour? And I didn't really, I didn't really. I couldn't figure out what I could talk about for an hour mm. about my passion It wasn't involved with with the you know music or visual arts and um, yeah, and then I just got into that what is that all about and and what is passion and um, and is that you know it because i think it's a it's some difference between obsession and
0: passion well, you know we just say passion and obsession to like wrap this up in a nice sound bite. Yeah. when i'm introing it i'm like all about an artist's passions or obsessions yeah, yeah, yeah it's yeah. like what makes them tick but really we can just talk about any subject you're interested yeah. in it doesn't have to mm-hmm. be your passion or obsession no. and I, I think this is is actually super interesting as two women in music having a conversation mm-hmm. because i've i've uh, spoken or like organized quite a few events where it's been solely mm-hmm. women speakers talking to people about <laughs> their careers in music mm-hmm. and it does it's not something i've ever heard a man talk about mm-hmm. No, Blunt, bluntly yeah. honest. Mm-hmm. There, I've never heard a man talk about having imposters. syndrome. No, but
1: also. But be- I've
0: heard a lot of women talk about. Yeah,
1: that. but also because in the because it is more common with women. Yeah. Yeah, and that's why. Yeah, that's why. And I mean, I am a woman, so it's very. Is that that is why you're a woman. That's, yeah, I,
0: I think I'm a woman, I don't think... Well, you know, I was in the womb, and it was like, do I want the imposter syndrome or not? And I was like, I do! And then I grew a vagina.
1: Yeah, exactly. Yeah. No, but yeah, but yeah it's more common with women, and I, I think it is more common with women, but still I feel like, um, yeah. Mm, yeah, I think it definitely is. Like my friend and and, yeah, who
0: was, th- was talking at one of these conferences, she said that... Um, when a, uh, when a woman fills out a job form, when, mm-hmm. when a woman like, sees a job advertised and goes to fill in the form to be like, I will apply for this job, mm-hmm. they feel they need to tick like 100% of the you should have kind of like requirements. You know when it's like, you need to know how to run office Microsoft Office and you need to have admin skills and you need to have communication skills mm-hmm. and you feel like you need to tick all the boxes mm-hmm. Whereas apparently for guys, it's like 60%. Yeah. If they're like, I need about 60% of that job, they'll apply for it, mm-hmm. like whatever mm-hmm. Whereas like for women, you're just like, I need to, I need to tick all the boxes mm-hmm. And when you feel like you don't tick all the boxes, mm-hmm. that's maybe when this sort of insecurity kicks in
1: Yeah, Yeah, yeah exactly, but it's also Uh, If I can talk about myself as a musician once more, I I, I really connected to this imposter syndrome because I had this frightening feeling for a very long time and I'm talking about like just like three years ago or two years ago I realized that I was really, there was a part of me that was very afraid that someone would find out that I could not sing, you know? And this is imposter syndrome, it's not, it's like people have it as like heart surgeons have this imposter syndrome. Really? They're going into heart surgery, like like 10 hours heart surgery. Yeah. And they have this feeling, shit, I hope no one knows that I really can't do this. But they can do it. But they can't do it. And they've Yeah, and they went through school and education. Because I feel like for school. us,
0: uh, Yeah, know, well, us, yes. mm-hmm for you as a natural artist, mm -hmm. but like working in the creative Mm -hmm. industries, Mm -hmm. like we don't have to go to medical school. You don't have to have a degree to Mm -hmm. play in a band. You Mm -hmm. don't have to have a degree to talk nonsense on a podcast. Mm -hmm. Do you know what I mean? So then the the lines get a bit Mm -hmm. more blurred. And Mm -hmm. I I always thought that was where this seeped in more because Mm -hmm. it was like, well, I don't have like a certificate. I don't have a piece of paper. I don't have qualifications. No, no, no. But surely if you're like a, a fucking doctor
1: yeah a doctor or or you should be
0: like of course I can do this I got this thing in a frame on the wall no
1: because this is something that has nothing to do with reality or what you have accomplished or anything this is just something common and especially with people and with women that have like high positions in society Mm -hmm. you know they have this feeling of this wasn't this is just a misunderstanding you know and 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 um and I yeah and I've had so many conversations with and also my uh, artist friend like in visual arts like the putting up exhibitions and uh, and like two days in like when we're putting up the exhibition and they they are ashamed that they are having too much fun because they are uh, they think like uh, I w- uh, I'm getting paid for doing this now and nobody knows that I'm just playing around you know and I mm. uh, I'm just having fun here, and nobody knows that I'm not really an artist. And this is an artist thing, but then it goes into fields of of lawyers and doctors and politicians and everything. And uh, yeah, and uh, and I've been uh, since like and since I came to London, I've been I've been trying to talk to talk about this to people, and most people, women or men. Uh, Relate to this, like uh, relate to this feeling of being a fraud of some kind. So you think it applies to women and men? You don't think it's gender specific? No, no, but I definitely think it's it's more of a women thing. Hmm. I definitely think so, like uh, women in high positions. But it also um, applies to to men, definitely. And and, but I think maybe they're just brought up and the history just makes them more confident of just yeah running in you know running into it that no or just
0: I mean you're you're a celebrated artist. Mm. You've been critically acclaimed in your home country yep. as well as abroad. Mm-hmm. Like what what where did it kind of start for you? Was it sort of the thing as you were getting older? So I know as we get older our perceptions on the world change a little bit or mm-hmm. was it something that's always you felt always felt inside of you like you were going to get kind of get found out at any minute no,
1: no because i was so young when i started out that i was just doing it yeah do, 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 without thinking about it just like clink 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 just concerts whatever just it is it kicks in when you're maybe maybe 24 or something and then you just start to think like oh oh i hope no one thinks i'm i'm a real singer you know mm. yeah but well, what is a real singer? In um, in your in your mind, I mean, if you're I mean, I'm logic- a real. I, I know I'm a real singer. It, yeah. it has nothing to do with what I th- what I think I am. I am a real singer, and I know I'm a musician and an artist and everything. But <laughs> it's just all these uh, sides of you, like the shadow of you or something, and shadow of people. And it, and, and uh, I think imposter syndrome. Maybe, maybe I should have read about it more. But it's not it's not inside the. Um, Insecurity box, exactly, because it, it's, it's uh, what do you say, it's a um, it's just a different, um, okay, maybe it's in the it's insecurity uh, box, I don't, uh, but but it's, um, you don't take it in, you don't, you don't um, internalize? No, that won't be in the front line, you don't take, okay. you don't, it's not a leader, but it's, mm. um, yeah okay now I just lost my, my <laughs> thoughts I'm very sorry
0: it's okay I mean yeah. when has it how has it uh, openly affected you I mean have you ever kind of gone into sessions or have you ever refused to do certain like no, jobs never, because you've no, been like I can't I don't no I've like, never refused no
1: no no I've never refused anything that, right. that's that's the thing I never I, I try to say yes to almost everything mm. and just jump into it. And and, and also i'm just very fond of this idea because i just read about it and i just started to see uh, see how everybody is uh, or not everybody i mean i'm talking now to two persons here that maybe have never uh, experienced it but when you just go into something then you're in some position that you um, that you maybe never decided then just time time just um, forces or not forces you okay now I'm I'm thinking in Icelandic Um, (laughs) now you're just all of a sudden in a position which you um, think it's kind of like you're
0: like a victim of circumstance
1: yeah but but definitely not a victim though that's such a bad word okay sorry a victim it's a very bad word You just you just uh you just yeah you're but lucky. it's just yeah, it's, yeah probably lucky No, but the thing is because i think it's like um uh, something that i, I th- when you just look around and when you're whatever you're doing and you just realize that there's some that that everyone is just doing their thing but still don't know what the hell they're doing you know, but mm-hmm. still, everybody just oh, so does you, it. You don't necessarily
0: think it's you. You think no, it's, no, no, it's everyone. Not,
1: yeah, yeah, and and that's okay. the thing about like when you get a word like imposter syndrome, it's like yeah, and it's it like opens oh, the door yes. for you. It's like just when when I was in the studio with Artni Nijhovar, you know, the the other day with a, a friend of mine, and he's just plugging all these mics and we're just recording stuff, and but but then you know I'm starting to talk about imposter, imposter syndrome with him, and he's just like I don't know what the fuck I'm doing. I'm just I'm just doing it, you know, people are just doing but it, it. But and imposter syndrome is
0: not, not thinking that everyone else around you doesn't know what they're doing, right? It's no, thinking no, no. that you, it's like an internal thing. It's, it's an like internal thing. An yeah, An internal yeah.
1: doubt. Eternal doubt, yeah. But but i am I'm 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 like trying to watch it as a, like above and to see it. Yeah. To see it like happening all around and and to see how like and walking down the streets in London compared to Iceland, you just always and also of course in Reykjavik, but you're just always seeing like um, yeah, I don't know. People are just doing something all day. Like, well, I feel just... like
0: here we have like a pretty good—not good, uh, like necessarily good—but like we sort of have a kind of almost trivial way, way of way of dealing with it. Where mm-hmm. I don't know, like um, in the UK, a mm-hmm. lot we'll be like, I'll "Just wing it." Mm-hmm. You're just blagging it. Mm-hmm. You know, you're faking it. Yeah. So I feel like imposter syndrome in the UK. We almost like. Play it off a little bit. Yeah. I don't know whether that applies to everyone, but yeah. certainly me. Yeah. I, I've definitely been in a lot of situations where I'm like, I don't know what I'm doing, but I'm like, oh, I'm just gonna wing it, yeah, yeah, I'm just yeah. Gonna flag yeah. It. But is yeah, that yeah. the same in Iceland?
1: Is it, yeah, it, but, but that, that, that is the thing. You're not, yeah. you're not like, oh, what am I doing? I'm not it's cowering, I'm no, not, no, i no, no. You're about doing it, it. yeah, not exactly. And it's, it's it's like that. I've never been like, no, it's not about like uh, giving in or being like, oh, uh, mm-hmm. but it's like just doing it and then you just go through it but with I feel it. like culturally yeah.
0: uh, the UK definitely has a uh, gives a couple of thumbs up to the mm. idea of just blagging it mm-hmm. like that seems like quite a kind of um, almost like a, I don't know what the word is like colloquial like a pretty pretty like it's pretty nascent to mm-hmm. the UK is the idea of blagging it mm-hmm. but blagging is that the, it. blagging it yeah you just blag it mm-hmm. like do you know what you're gonna do no I'm just gonna fucking blag it mm-hmm. like that's like kind of how we deal with situations where we, we're we not sure what's going to happen, where we're like, you feel a bit insecure and you put on a front, mm-hmm. and you're just going to blag it, you're going to mm-hmm. wing it. Mm-hmm. But like, is that the same in Iceland? Is it is it the same there where people will just run into situations without potentially being fully prepared?
1: Yeah, I think like... a Keep going, it's fine to keep yeah, talking, yeah. this is me. Um, yeah, I think it's, pro- it's probably the same in Iceland, but I think uh, the thing with... With no, with getting to know like people now from London is that I've I've been bumping into situations where I where I ask like short questions like what are you up to, and people like tell me like the the last two years and then the next five years of their lives maybe, or or something. Or they tell me like a lot, but, but I think uh, what in Iceland people are very short sh- short termed, right? Very, okay, and I, I'm talking about very. I'm talking about maybe maximum like five months or something into uh-huh. the future that they know what they're doing maximum, and um, so people they they are maybe farmers that go into um, that go into the theater business and from the theater they're all then s- like um, having like a rental for for mics or something, like for um, equipment for mm. p- people just, d- in, yeah, they, they n- nobody in ice or nobody, but it's very, like, short-term. Everything is very short-term, so people ve- jump into stuff and then they... I mean, forgive me if I'm
0: wrong, but the, the Icelandic culture has changed a lot over, like, mm-hmm. 50 years maybe yeah. from being quite agricultural to going a lot into a creative arts yeah. and 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 a whole industry around that. Mm-hmm. And you had like a, um, a financial crash mm-hmm. what like
1: ten, 10 years ago? 10 years ago. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. And yeah, a, it, a
0: lot of people are saying that there's another one
1: impending. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We, we 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 I mean we we got the crisis and then we voted the same people. Yeah. And and all the world was just like we're putting them in jail and the, the People that put us into this crisis, and um, but a lot
0: of people are saying there's going to be another crisis.
1: Yeah, there's going to be another crisis.
0: Okay. Everything is. Is that? Do you think that a lot of that is due to that kind of short-term? Yeah, yeah. It's, it's
1: very short-term thinking, and that's in politics. It's also in arts. Mm. It's in it's in every field. It's very short-term, and you know, you do, you you know, there's maybe three restaurants in Iceland that've been there more than 20 years. I mean, every. Everything... one of them
0: that hot dog stand in Reykjavik. Uh, yeah.
1: <laughs> yes so everything is very short termed, and nothing can just stay as it is mm. you don't have any I mean we have I mean we have one theater that was built fifty something nineteen mm. fifty something but then then everything is just stripped from inside or outside and nothing can stay as right. it is nothing I mean everything is um, everything has to be rebuilt all the time and I think it's very uh, interesting how both how the society is and you can see it just inside like every cafe and everything it's always changing and I have been um, traveling and I always come maybe to Reykjavik every three months and you know you never know your way around anymore it's like walking down the streets like every three months and you know every store would have changed all the time You know, so nothing stays really in place Mm. in Iceland. So that is something that, um, yeah, I think that describes us a lot as a nation. Mm. Iceland's very short-term thinking Mm. and we, we, yeah, and I think because we're a very young nation, uh, like from 1944 we got our our, um, independence, so we're still just Figuring our way out, but we're like kids in a candy store, like all year round. Yeah.
0: And how do you think that kind of plays into the idea of imposter syndrome and maybe that kind of male-female divide? Mm -hmm. Do you think you're, because I think people always think of Scandinavian countries, if Mm -hmm. if if you're willing to accept Mm Iceland as as a Scandinavian country, Mm -hmm. of course, as that sort of more progressive, arts-led, potentially more liberal kind of Mm -hmm. culture do you think it's maybe a lesser impact than the nature of imposter syndrome somewhere where that male-female divide is maybe uh, not as obvious?
1: Mm-hmm. I, I think it was just maybe a, a, for me personally to hear this term imposter mm. syndrome it was very interesting maybe coming from Iceland because every uh, every person that grows up in Iceland and gets opportunity in Iceland or um, everyone that has... Um, yeah, I mean, we're 350,000 people and everybody has such big space for themselves and they have so so big opportunities. So everybody goes, like, s- all the way and everybody has such a big vo- voice mm. and everybody goes so... It's crazy, three
0: hundred fifty thousand people. Yeah,
1: everybody goes, gets off, and it's very, it's very easy to get noticed in Iceland. It's very easy to yeah. get into. Well, isn't there like some kind of crazy fact, like one in ten people in Iceland has written a novel? Yeah, I mean, I mean, there is something like that. So, so, so we we, we are brought up as a little island that we can that we can change the world that we can that we can really make an impact on on the globe, mm. and we can. Um, do whatever we want to do. We're, like, brought up, and, like, Iceland is the best. Like, there's a lot of nationalism in Iceland. Yeah. I mean, it's the best It's quite a proud culture. Yes, very proud, but still, when you grow up, you'd see... Because I thought, like, I really thought everything was the best in Iceland until, you know, we went abroad, you know. (laughs) (laughs) And and, and, and that's when maybe I thought this imposter syndrome was so interesting because I come from this culture right. where everybody is just like, you know, just uh, throwing themselves out there all the time okay. and with these big voices and with this big, you know, and everybody doing all this stuff and then you start to talk about it and and I don't know, uh, and it, and, it ha- and in Reykjavik now or in inside my little bubble, this imposter syndrome has been going on and people have like been having like these confessions about uh, these feelings of being a fraud and the a fraud you know it's a it's a pretty weighty term it's a pretty weighty term it's just because it says on the yeah yeah. but this yeah but these things of and I I found it admirable that a lot of people were saying this but still like doing it and and mastering it and being like great and sincere and and honest Honest in their work, but still felt like, and I don't, I don't know, and the, and
0: you know, yeah. In my head, I've kind of got the uh, the like screenplay for like some kind of Disney Pixar movie. Yeah? It's kind of like a, a Bugs Life type affair, okay. Where you're like you're there in Reykjavik, and you're like king of the castle. Yeah. And you're like gonna go, and I'm gonna own the world, mm. and then you fly to London. And it's just like,
1: fuck. There's so many people. I, that, that, and that's when when the, one, the that syndrome is, kicks in. That is. That I mean, we
0: should actually pitch this. We should pitch this to, to it, Walt.
1: Yeah, yeah, yeah. Or, or it has <laughs> been pitched so many times, so it won't get get in. But the yeah, but that, that, but that is Iceland in just, a way. Just it is one Icelandic lobster. Yeah.
0: In a sea.
1: And of and other and also, it's so terrible that that I mean. It's happy. I mean, of course, it's in, in the art scene in Iceland and blah blah blah, but it's also because the spotlight the, the last years has been so much on Iceland and inspired by Iceland and you know, cheap you, flights to Iceland right, and you okay. know, blah, blah blah. And you know, if you're a band from Iceland, like, and this is not going to last forever, then you then it's like you're like, you, you get mm. an extra oh, you're from Iceland, and it's... it's
0: so you, you genuinely feel like you get a little bit of an extra bump
1: Yeah, and, and, we've, been, and we've been around somewhere. for, like, now 15 years, and yeah. you just felt it, like, the last five years. Then you, you just feel like, oh, you're from Iceland, and you feel, you're like, you know, people are more interested, and people mm. are more... Do you
0: feel like you're kind of being... You're, like, almost trivialised in a novelty way? Yeah, it colours the... Like it's less about your music and it's more about your story. Mm. Do you kind of feel like, that, that I, uh, not that I'm like, not that I'm putting your, your music down anyway. No, 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 But no. like that, that people are more concerned with the story around you and less with the music you're making.
1: Um, it definitely, it has, now, today, it has a very big impact that we are from Iceland. Because it, it, it is something that people find very interesting because Iceland right now, and maybe it is going maybe a little bit downhill because there's so much tourism going on now mm. there. But it has a big, I think it has, and, and, and I'm just thankful now because, you know, you get people that just are interested in Icelandic music are t- checking you out, you know. And... Um, why do you think that is, though? Is it Bjork's fault? Yeah, it's Bjork. Like, call her out. And it's serious, but it's not. A, <laughs> but I mean, we should be thankful. I mean, what was happening before Bjork in Iceland? Yeah. I mean, it was a great punk scene, but then what? You know. So but we, is, it, is
0: it true as well that everyone in Iceland like plays in like twenty different bands? Yeah. Like, you can be in a punk band one night and then you can be in like a jazz band the other.
1: Night. Yeah, and then you're also a nurse. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah, that's the
0: thing. No, no. Well, it was laughing because of the, the way you said it, not, yeah, yeah, you know, because of being a nurse.
1: <laughs> no, 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 no. But,
0: but that's, yeah. Is that like, do you think that's also part of that kind of like feeling of being an imposter where you're like, you're doing so many things that you're not just doing one thing?
1: Yeah, and also because it's impossible to do one thing in Iceland. You can't do one thing.
0: Yeah. Because I, I always make jokes where people are like, wait, what are you doing? And I'm like, well, I'm doing this, and I'm doing that, I'm doing that. So, you know, it's just like when you're not good at one thing, just like spread yourself really thinly across all the other yeah. things. Like I always kind of like make that joke to mm-hmm. cover the fact that I feel like I never really know what I'm doing.
1: Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's just... I'm like,
0: I just spread myself mm-hmm. thinly across a bunch of stuff and see what sticks.
1: Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> Well, that's good, yeah. But, but 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 when you're in a band in Iceland, you just, you just can't just be in a band in Iceland. Because there is yeah. no major label, there is nothing. There's just two labels that are very small. What, what else
0: do you? Because you obviously you founded Mammut, mm-hmm. and now you have a solo career as well. I have a, a solo career too.
1: Sorry.
0: You, you're playing by yourself as well, you're not just playing in the band.
1: Yeah, I'm playing in a band. Yeah, yeah. yeah. But then I'm, I, I'm making music also for other projects. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. yeah, sorry, yeah yeah and then, and then I've just been
0: uh, b- but you've thrown yourself completely into the arts you're, yeah. not, you're not nursing or no, doing not, admin no not anymore or, no yeah. no
1: no but I was doing it like for a long long time yeah then yeah, I just yeah took a, then I just took a little leap or a decision that I was like now I'm, I'm just thinking about myself I'm just like alone and uh, if I won't do it now when would I do it mm. so um, let's just try to just focus on this until I can't you know okay. until it turns out that it.
0: Do you think that's like unusual for, like, a, kind of a woman from Iceland, I suppose, or for a woman mm. from your culture, or I guess that just, or just anyone, re- realistically, to to make that jump. Do you think? What, what does it take to kind of go? I'm going to have some self belief. I'm going to make a living out of my art. I'm mm-hmm. going to ditch the day job. Like, uh, what do you need to do that?
1: Uh, I think it's not uncommon. No, 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 I think a uh, lot of people do it, and I think just when it's, it's just all about decisions just, and that's what you realize when every year that goes by, like life is just about you just take a decision mm. and then just something a snowball effect happens so but yeah you, uh, it's just about taking a decision and not not uh, thinking about it, and being sh- and, and, and really uh, hold on to the short-term thinking. Mm. You know, because that is a blessing to have a short-term thinking when you're taking these decisions. <laughs> Just to think about like, you know, next week and next week and next week yeah, until... Well, you know,
0: my, my rent's not due for another three weeks, yeah, so uh, I might as well do this. Lots
1: of things can happen, <laughs> you know.
0: And do you have friends as well who kind of feel the same? Do you have kind of colleagues in, in your yeah, creative yeah. circle? Yeah, and friends who are also like,
1: don't know what I'm doing, just waiting to be found out. Yeah, 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 yeah. I think that, and, and I think uh, it's very common and mm. it's and everywhere, of course, here too. I mean, people just take the chance for some for some period of time to mm. um, to go hundred percent into what they're doing, if it's art or whatever it is, just to I don't know, explore. Do you think it affects people in, say, creative
0: industries more than it does in, like, maybe working in finance or working in, you know, like, um, science, medicine? Uh, I don't really know what other areas of jobs they have. Mm-hmm. But working in things that, where you, like, require a specific degree to do that job, where you have to have very specific qualifications. Mm-hmm. You know, like you couldn't just—I oh, couldn't go and be a like doctor or vet mm-hmm. tomorrow—and mm-hmm. be like, "I just really like animals.
1: They're very cute. <laughs> I just, just want to help the animals." <laughs> yeah. yeah. <laughs> no, I mean, of course, it's just like when you, uh, you just have to really trust yourself that you can just make yourself some things to uh, to create something that isn't there already. So you just have to mm. to create it uh, to. Be very confident in that you're making, so, uh, uh, creating stuff that were not there yesterday, and to make something out of that.
0: Right. Are there like any uh, famous advocates of imposter syndrome? Are there any kind of like celebrated musicians? Or I feel like yeah, I feel like a like lot of actresses would. Yeah, would, Ella, were, Ella
1: Fitzgerald was like a famous one.
0: Really? Yeah. So this is like this is gone. This syndrome date predates predates this conversation. It's not like a recent.
1: No, 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 just the term of it. It's like, yeah, yeah. it's like just, it's just so fabulous. Like the internet is, it just gives you these, is it the right word, terms? Like, yeah, yeah, yeah. You just get some word around something that is big and mm. then it makes like a little headlight. It's you like know? someone finally coins it. Yeah, yeah, coins yeah. it and then, then stuff <laughs> yeah. that was really, like, all over the place just ah, gets focused. that's how I feel. Yeah. And that's, like, yeah. also, like, interviews with Ella Fitzgerald and, like, people around her. She was just always very afraid that people would... Um, that would how... how What the... Uh, and, and, and then there's interviews with her that... that and, and, uh, all, and also just people around her that were working with her, that were talking about this, that she... Um, she really hoped that people didn't really hear how she was singing on stage, you know, that the music was kind of interfering with her voice so people wouldn't really hear how she was singing. And, but still, she knew that she was a great singer, but still this, you know, imposter syndrome was probably going through her. And I find it, uh, it's like a mental, mental thing. A crazy mental thing. You know, I mean, and she was selling. I mean, rec- I mean, she was like a superstar. So it has nothing to do with mm. reality, and it has nothing to do with like plain insecurity. It is something. she totally has different.
0: nothing to do with insecurity.
1: No, not because if you if it's about insecurity, then you just wouldn't do it. You think? Yeah. I, I don't know. Say. I know a lot of people that are like deeply insecure, but still
0: manage to plow through their daily jobs
1: yeah but i'm still figuring out what this is and i'm still figuring <laughs> out what what i'm talking about so so yeah so you, you can yeah mm-hmm. mm. but yeah but that's that's um that's the most like famous person i know that had this, mm. mm-hmm. I mean, uh, this. did you think there's
0: any like kind of um maybe there's someone listening right now who's like hey i think i have imposter syndrome like, were there kind of any like um, like pre-described symptoms, you know, like uh, your, your sweaty palms, you know, mm-hmm. hairs on the back of your hands?
1: No, I mean that's you just know, you come stre- out that's in a weird just, rash. That's just maybe adrenaline. That's just stress. and That's just <laughs> healthy, and that's nothing, you know.
0: Sweaty palms are healthy. Yeah, Good sweaty
1: palms are he- healthy, and stress, and like being a little bit nauseous. So that's just that's just. How, Healthy, you, and how, how do you, do you impo- know if you have and imposter syndrome? And I think syndrome. imposter syndrome is also, because then, then I was also on, on Facebook and there was a conversation in an art uh, thing, in, in uh, Icelandic art, blah, 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 and then people were saying mm. that if you don't have imposter syndrome, uh, then there's something wrong with you.
0: Right, so it's actually like a good drive to get stuff done. Yeah,
1: so, yeah and that was like a very big conversation about like, Three hundred comments that people are fighting over. If imposter syndrome. Was okay, sorry. here's a question. Mm-hmm.
0: What if you're worried that you're pretending that you have imposter syndrome? Yeah. Then
1: you. What if then you're then an it goes like the whole yeah. Of imposter. Yeah, syndrome? exactly. Then you. Like, <gasps> yeah, the fraud of being an imposter <laughs> syndrome victim, Yeah. Like, do yeah. I have the
0: imposter syndrome? Am I just
1: pretending? Yeah, exactly. So meta. Like, yeah, it's meta. It's just a yeah, but now I'm just yeah, that that yeah, big Bec- yeah. Mm, but I but I I knew a girl that was commenting on Facebook that she was like telling I don't have this imposter syndrome, and people were like then you are a psychopath or something, <laughs> <laughs> you know. But you know, whatever we don't know we don't know what this is. But I, I felt like I had a very clear idea about it. But yeah, but I, I this is this has been on my mind. Okay, so you
0: think you have the imposter syndrome? Yeah. Uh,
1: uh, uh, yeah, before I, yes, I, definitely I have it. But mm-hmm. when you get the term and when you know that people are talking about it, then you just can put it aside and just look at it from the outside and, and kind of laugh. Yeah, you know, you know what I mean. Then you can, and I th- and and and, and, I, and I'm, I think everybody has it to some extent.
0: Mm. And then, like, how do you? How, I guess if we're gonna. Sort of end on a more positive note. Mm-hmm. How do you how do you deal with it? How do you kind of turn that in that kind of like self doubt? Mm-hmm. Like, I kind of think if you just realistically, it's it's self self doubt, right? Um, yeah. How do you turn that into a positive? How do you kind of like? But I think it's suck just, it up and get out there and, and do do the thing that you've been asked to do, uh,
1: or do the thing that you want to do. I think it's being like sh- short term thinking and don't don't take things too seriously. And also, I don't think it is even an, and I. Don't think I've ever even looked at it as a serious thing. Okay. It's not a negative thing,
0: unless you're like the head of the Bank of England or the Prime Minister.
1: No, but I hope. But, <laughs> yeah, but, but if you are, then it's then you better have it. No, don't. You? If we don't you, want a financial you, crash. Then you better have it because then you take the extra extra circle or extra.
0: No, but not short-term thinking. That's not, not good not for your finances. No, 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 no. I'm sorry. It's it's not, not good, good for, for economic right. okay, stability. Okay.
1: Let's Strong and stable. Yeah yeah yeah, 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 yeah. Let's erase the short-term thinking. But I really, yeah. But, uh, but I, I put, the, put the, I never thought about it as a negative thing. That's that's it. I just found because I always knew that this was some, uh, you know, l- like the feeling of I hope people won't find out that I really can't sing. The feeling I never put it into words because I knew it was meant. And I knew it was kind of funny all along because because mm. I was doing it all the time. Because you can sing obviously. Because you can sing. Of course you want to be a I mean, and so you know. So you know. I knew it was mental. I wasn't taking it too seriously. I wasn't like putting myself. To it's uh, that's the thing. It's uh, and I, uh, and but I just found it so fun that they they found out this term and I don't even know if it's new. But I just I found it so freeing to just realize that. Um, that that so many people um, have all these crazy ideas and uh, and and of course you always knew it but this imposter syndrome just uh, opened the door into into how especially artists um, think they're fooling their way into 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 music or into art they're just and I find it very beautiful in a way that they that they really think of them as as fraud in some way, Um, but still they've really worked hard for it to get there. I I don't know. I've been thinking, yeah, I'm thinking in... um, Am I being understandable? Absolutely. Hmm?
0: No, no, it makes perfect sense. And Mm -hmm. thank you so much for sharing it with us. Yeah. And I love that you also just talked about that for like 45 minutes and at the end you were like... Does that even make sense? Am I, am I, am I pretending that I'm, I'm being yeah, an but expert? I feel Ampo- I f- yeah. Do I have imposter syndrome about my knowledge of imposter no, no, syndrome? No, no. I mean, no. it's, we've just gone full circles. Yeah, but yeah, yeah. But <laughs> I- <laughs> mm-hmm. thank you so much. Yeah, but
1: you're so welcome.
0: A big thanks to Kata for her time and talking to me for this podcast. You have been listening to Talk The Line. I'm Jen Long. This podcast was produced by Paul Bridgewater. Original music is by Seams. There's a new one out every Friday. If you like us, please leave us a nice review. Give us a subscribe and you can even follow us on Twitter at Talk The Line. See you next Friday.